God is the source of everything. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. There's nothing a man can have or get if it is not given to him by the Almighty God. That is what the book of John chapter 3 verse 27 says. Nothing that a man can have. So that means a man can have everything that God decides to give unto him. We are going to pray unto God that God, you are the only source that I have. This year, I want you to take me through the right source that will change my fortune. Brethren, it takes God to take you through a source and everything will change for better. Look at Jacob God and Joseph. God took him through a route in life and through a source and that is the cup bearer of the king. He said, ah, your highness, I forgot. There is a man, the Hebrew man, in the prison. is the one that can do that job. Through that source, the life of Jacob changed. His fortune changed. And he was able to get to where he's going. All we need is for God to connect us in every strata. Maybe it's physically. Maybe it's medically. Maybe it's if God connects you to the right source, everything is settled. You are going to pray and say, Lord, connect me to that right source that will take me to the level you want me to be this year. Open your mouth and pray. That source, that source is what a man needs. Lord, connect me. Connect me to that source that my life desire that will take me to the next level of my life, that will change the fortune of my life. Father, Say, connect me with such a source this year. Connect me. Are you praying? Are you sure you are praying? Lord, connect me to that your source. Lord, that will change my fortune this year. That's your source, Lord, you have prepared right from the foundation of the earth. Father, connect me this year. Lord, connect me this year. Lord, connect me this year. That right source, that right source that will change my fortune. Lord, I will change my story. Father, connect me. You connected Jacob. Father, connect me. You connected Joseph. Father, connect me. You connected Daniel. Father, connect me. That's to that source that will change my fortune. If you are looking unto God for the fruit of the womb, Lord, connect me to that right source. If you are looking unto God for, uh, for husband or wife, connect me to that right source. If you are looking unto God for financial breakthrough or business breakthrough, Lord, connect me to that right source. That right source that will change my fortune. That right force, Lord, that will change my level. That will take me to where I belong. Connect me. Connect me. Connect me. Lord, connect me this year. Connect my household this year. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. Even in our subsequent prayer, let's continue to pray that prayer. When God connects a man, all the years of struggles will be terminated. When God connects a man, all the years of sorrow, weeping and tears will come to an end. So it's a prayer that we must keep on praying. Then we are going to pray prayer. In the book of Psalm 1, verse 3, the latter part of it, he said, whatever we lay our hands upon shall prosper. We are going to pray as to raise your right hand up and tell God, this year, anything I lay my hands upon, let prosperity follow. No matter how small, no matter how trivial, it may look to others. Anything I lay this hand upon this year, let it prosper. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray from the depth of your heart. Father, whatever that I lay my hands upon this year, according to your word, in the book of Psalms, verse, chapter 1, verse 3, Lord Jehovah, whatever I lay my hands upon, let it prosper. Let it prosper. Take failure far away from me and my household. Take near success syndrome. Far away from me and my household, 
Whatever I lay my hands upon, whatever my endeavor is in life, this year, let it prosper. Let it prosper. True prosperity. True prosperity. Lord, let it be recorded in my life this year. Open your mouth and pray. Pray from the depth of your heart. Nothing is too small for God to prosper. No business is too small for God to prosper. Whatever you lay your hands upon, if God can breathe the breath of life upon it, success will be recorded. Lord, breathe your breath upon whatever I lay my hands upon this year and let it prosper. Let it prosper. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Let it prosper. Hey, let it prosper. My trust and my total trust is in you. Oh, Lord God Almighty, if you do not prosper me, who else can do nobody? My trust is in you. Anything I lay my hands upon this year, Father, let it prosper. No matter how trivial it may look to you, it may look to man, Father, prosper me. Prosper me. Prosper me. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. According to Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 26, Bible says, Travail is for sinners. It's sinners that will travel and travel and travel without any effort. Because God will never hear the prayer of a wicked man. But for you as a child of God, that fears God, that obeys God, success must be your portion. You are going to pray unto God this Concerning your life this year, you are going to pray and say, Father, travel is meant for sinners. But I'm, I'm your child this year. Don't let me labor in vain. Don't let me struggle in vain. Open your mouth and pray. As many of us that know that we are children of God, that know that we obey God, we fear God, tell Him. With all your heart, Lord, I am your son, I am your daughter. I reject travail this year. Don't let me labor in vain. Anything I do, Lord, let it prosper. Lord, I refuse to travail. I refuse to travail. Travail belongs to sinners. I am your child. Father, according to your word, Father, success is meant for me. Let me succeed in everything that I lay my hand upon this year. No more struggle without resolve. No more struggle without resolve. No more near success syndrome. I must succeed in whatever I lay my hands upon this year. I must succeed. Success must be my portion. Success must be my portion. I reject failure. I reject disappointment. In the name of Jesus, I reject failure. I reject disappointment. Little effort. Whatever little effort I put in this year, let it bring great results. Let it bring great results. Everything I do, whatever, whatever I lay my hands upon, let it prosper. Lord, I reject travail. I reject near to success freedom. Lord, you have a let us a trail everything that I do this year. Let us a trail that everything that I do this year in the name of Jesus. Let us a trail everything that I do this year in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, King of Glory. Thank you, Lord of us. In Jesus. Mighty name, we have prayed. As we have spoken to the ears of the Almighty God, Lord God Almighty, the one that can do what no man can do, the one that answers prayer, we do unto you according to your desire. In the name of Jesus. No more travail. In the name of Jesus. Whatever you lay your hands upon this year, success will answer. In the name of Jesus. Favor instead of labor. In the name of Jesus. Success instead of struggle. In the name of Jesus. That will be your portion. And that of your household. 
so shall it be. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Let's be seated. You have testimony. As you're going to pray more, there is a success service. And everything we are going to pray is on success. God will restore us this year in the mighty name of Jesus. Any testimony, please come up. Let's be brief. Any other one? Praise Whatever the Lord. God does for you, make sure Praise Master Jesus. you do not hide it. Amen. First of all, I want to thank God for the salvation of my soul. I want to thank God for his goodness, his mercy, his kindness, his compassionness upon my life. I want to thank him for all he has been doing in my life, O oh Lord. All the blessings, the favor, the protection, the preservation, the sound health, the good health and everything upon me and my family. I just say in his name be praised forever and ever. Amen. Praise the Lord. Children of God, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My name is a Patient Tambari. I am here to testify the goodness of God upon my life and my household. Since I come to Bini in year 2005, the Lord has been paying my rent. Still, up to today, he's not tired for paying it. May his name be glorified forever and forever in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Any other testimony? Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for the testimony of your children. King of glory, we pray that you cover with the blood in the name of Jesus. Because they have come out to testify to what you have done in your life. To others, it may look trivial, but to them, it is very special. Father, please, Lord God Almighty, honor them with more miracles in the mighty name of Jesus that they will return again to testify to your good name in the name of Jesus as many that are seated or hearing us from far and wide that will say Lord when will I give my testimony Father please attend to their situation let it be well with every one of us thank you everlasting Father in Jesus mighty name we have prayed God bless you First King chapter 3. First King chapter 3. Verses 3 to 5. And Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statues of David, his father. Only he sacrificed a burnt incense in high places. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there. For that was the great high place. A thousand bond offering did Solomon offer on that altar. Let's go to verse 9 to 13. Verse 9 says, Give therefore thy servant, that was the request from Solomon, give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this thy so great a people? And the speech pleased the law that Solomon has asked this thing. And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing. He didn't ask for money. He didn't ask for wealth. And has not asked for thyself long life. Neither has asked riches for thyself, nor has asked the life of thy uh, for the life of thy enemies, but has asked for thyself understanding to discern judgments. Behold, I have done according to thy words, lo, I have given thee a wise and understanding heart, so that there was none like thee before thee. Neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. And verse 13 said, And I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall not be any among the kings like unto thee all thy days. Our God, as we said, is the one 
that can accelerate our movement in life. He's the one that can break protocol. In fact, choosing Solomon as a king is a break of protocol. We knew how Solomon came to be. We knew the children of the bona fide wife of David. Yet, God decided to choose Solomon. That's an evidence. A sign that God, because of you, God can break any kind of protocol. I pray this year, because God has decided to restore somebody, every protocol that may say that restoration is not possible, every protocol that may rise against that restoration, the Lord will break it for someone this year in the mighty name of Jesus. For only his word alone to be confirmed in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Success belongs to God. It's not of him that will it. It's not of him that run it. Not all about our struggles. But it's all about the favor of God. When God favors a man, what others struggle years to achieve, in few months, he can achieve it. That is favor. If there's anyone that seeks genuine success, look at unto him. He's the one that can grant it. Solomon said, all I need is that give me the wisdom to perform my function very well. That's a very wise request. A lot of us will have said, ah, for this opportunity, God give me million and million nine of dollars. That is what I want. But what of the assignment God has given to you? How are you doing it? Oh, everybody wants to be like Solomon. We want to succeed. We want to make it fine. But do we tow the line that Solomon told do we follow his example? Bible says he loved the Lord. First Kings chapter 3, verse 3. That Solomon loved the Lord. It was that love that made him to give what no man has ever given. Giving is not easy. Oh, somebody gives you something, you say, is it not? Is it not this one? It's only those that are not givers that that really to you know, normally criticize giving. Somebody give you something you call you small. What have you given others? Re-give us. Give them a bottle of water. They will appreciate it because they know giving is not natural. The body, the flesh does not like giving. What the flesh loves is accumulate. Just give. Just bring. Just bring, just bring. That's the flesh. But when you tell the flesh, release, I say, no, Satan, this is, this is a lie. So, Solomon gave. Because God is a giver, God knew what Solomon did. That this one is a great sacrifice. I must reciprocate. So, everyone wants to succeed today. Oh, every one of us wants to succeed. But remember, for you to succeed, number one, you must love God. Genuine success comes from God. It is God that can give you genuine success that nobody can contend against. So you must love God like Solomon. You must be able to do what God has assigned you to do. A lot of us because of months of COVID. Some will not go to church again. Some will not go to anywhere to anything God say, let me just stay at home. He or she will go to work. He or she will go to the market. He or she will go to the bank. He or she will go to social. But when it comes to church, let me rest because of COVID. And you want to be successful like Solomon. Solomon loved the Lord. It takes a heart that loves God that can take the best from God. God is not a robot. Life is all about garbage in, garbage out. 
Oh, I want to be blessed like Abraham. Can we do what Abraham did? Let's be factual. Can we do it? If it were we, that time, that God said, give your first son. <laughs> he said, let me first ask my wife. This is what I'm hearing. You know, can it be the voice of God or the voice of man? And the wife, you say, you better, you better stop that nonsense you are trying to bring up. It is not my own son, no. But Abraham did not tell anybody. Because he loved the Lord. He brought God first before the children, before his child. He brought God first before his wife. Anyone that wants to succeed, what I want you to take home this hour is, you must love God. It is when you show that unreserved love to God, you will look and say, this one, is, this one deserves something special. This year, the promises of God for our lives shall surely be established in the mighty name of Jesus. Why does God really want to prosper his children? Why does he want to prosper his children? He has his own mind, but from what we can deduce from the word of God, why does he want to prosper us? Is he just to just give us prosperity so that We'll be lavishing all around. Number one, God wants to prosper us so that he will confirm his word in our lives. He has written in his, in his word, I wish you above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health and that your soul also be prosper as your soul prospers. So, he said, he wants you to prosper. Also in the latter part of Psalm uh, 35, verse 27, he said, God has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. So, now, he wants us to prosper so that everybody will see that God is a practical God, not a theoretical God. Not a God that says, I will do this, and he doesn't do it. That's one of the reasons why he does it. He has the pleasure in the prosperity of his children. Once we give our love to him, once we serve him, once we have faith in him, we trust and wait for him patiently. He wants to manifest his promises in our life. He wants to appropriate that promises in our life so that we are going to showcase the evidence. That when God speaks, it does. It's not a say and no do. That's number one reason. Number two. God wants to prosper his children. He wants them to succeed everywhere they are. Whatever they are doing. But one of the best reasons to be a divine treasurer for him. A divine treasurer who will help him in spreading the gospel abroad. Zechariah chapter 1 verse 17. Zechariah chapter 1 verse 17. It says, Cry yet, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, My city through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad, and the Lord shall yet comfort Zion. And shall yet choose Jerusalem. So a lot of us. In the book of Mark chapter 16 verse 15. The commission he gave to us. Is that we should go and preach the gospel all over the world. And he said the reason why I am blessing you. Is to make the work easy. Because money answers all things. But today. How many Christians really. Obey God in this aspect, you discover that when people are blessed, they move away from God. They move away. Several hundreds of people started this program with us four years ago. 
testimony of breakthrough, testimony of good new job, promotions. After that, they go. That means they come for the miracle, and after the miracle, they go away. God is not interested in that. Not at all. God is looking for trustworthy treasurers. That when I place my prosperity in their hand, everywhere they stand for me. God searches the heart, not the face. To prosper us is not too much for God to do, but God is looking for trustworthy treasurers. Oh, God gives you just a single contract and just about just a 15 million. And now you begin to contend. Then you begin to ask people, what is the title of, uh, if somebody wants to pay the title of one, uh, 15 million, how much is it? Does it mean he doesn't know it? He knows it because that 150,000 is too big. Or is it 1.5 million? Yes. Ah, to remove 1.5 million in this thing, you begin to ask, are you sure it's 1.5? Calculate it very well. Calculate it very well. He has forgotten. Who gave you the 15 million? What is even 15 million to God? Can he not give you billions of naira? Everything belongs to God. He gives, gives it to anyone he desires. But he's looking for trustworthy treasurers. Will you prove yourself to be trust, trustworthy divine treasurer to God this year? He's about to release to you. Restoration is all-encompassing. God's restoration is holistic. When he says, I will restore you, financially he will restore you, marital will restore you, every aspect will restore you. But are we going to be trustworthy? Oh, we just take one miracle and we say, God, I'll come again. When able. We cannot play God. Let's make up our mind this year. God, these promises are always yea and amen. And I'm believing God that as many that are ready to use their substance for God this year, God will surprise them and embarrass them financially in the mighty name of Jesus. Not those people that find it difficult to pay tithes. No, 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 no. Once he tests you with one and you fail, you will try. You will try. Before he tests you another, give another one, bring another one your way. Look at Mary the Magdalene, no, Susan, and all of those women. Bible called them certain women. In the book of Luke chapter 8, from verse 2 and 3, it says certain women. That means they were not known initially. They were hidden, hidden treasurers for God. They were sponsoring God's work. Nobody knew their name. That's why they call them certain women. They are not interested in coming up to say we are going to do this. But Jesus knew they were sponsors of his ministry. What happened? When the woman was tormented by devils, Jesus said, this one, you have no house to live here. This one is an instrument in my hand. She was delivered. When Jesus was to resurrect, it was the first set of people that knew and was at the tomb. That is the kind of people that God is looking for. If God makes you a treasurer, he wants you to do something. Number one, to spread this gospel. Look at the Shunammite woman. He never knew Jesus from anywhere. He just discovered, perceived that this man in Second Kings chapter, you know, chapter four, verses eight to ten. Just this man used to pass here. Is like he's a man of God. He started giving him food, regular meal. Later, I said, I want to do more. Let me. Let us make 
a place of abode for him. And she convinced her husband to do it. That's the power that God has given a woman. If a woman uses that power very well, like Abigail, that family will prosper. She convinced her husband and they provided an apartment for the man of God. And that brought an end to the lifelong sorrow in their family. The woman would have lived and died without a child, even with his, her money. But with that singular thing she did, everything caused sorrow departed from them. If you are ready to be a divine treasurer, I'm telling you this year, make up your mind. John chapter 3 verse 27 tells us, there's nothing a man has that is not given to him by God. And King David is a man that knew God very well. In the book of 1 Chronicles chapter 29, if you read from, from verse 11 to 14, he began to say it, all glory, honor, riches, belongs to God. He said, whatever I am now, it is given to me by God. Those are the kind of treasurers that God is looking for. Number three. Yes, to prosper you is not too, too big for God. Another thing that God is looking for if I prosper you, you, must be able to build for me. You must be able to build for me. For every one of us that went through the open heaven this morning, you saw it. Be reading Haggai chapter 1 every time. Haggai chapter 1. Read it severally and see. There's a covenant blessing there and I say divine cost there. When God gives us money or works, we need to ask him, what do you want me to do for you? It's not all about, I want to build up, I want to buy a fleet of cars. Are we sleeping there when we die? We are looking for a venue for church planting. Last week, they took us a very beautiful flat. And as they, end, as they open it, I said, this one would have been good. The woman didn't want to tell me they, they buried somebody there. I said, but there should be a grave there. I said, is he right? He said, yes. I said, we are very sorry. We cannot do service where they bury somebody. The best they can do for a man with all the estates he has is to say, let's give him a room and build him there and bury him there. That's the best. What of the many estates and many houses? What are you going to do with it? You, that one does not give you any record in heaven. What record you have in heaven is that how many lives did you influence positively? How many lives did you bring to God with your money? Brethren, building estates is not a sin, but it becomes a sin. When you put it first before God, you have a lot of things that requires attention that we need to use the money for, and God will keep on blessing us in return. But we believers, we are tight fisted. We are tight fisted. And that is why we pray too much on prosperity. And leave prayer on holiness and pleasing God. Why? Prosperity does not need too much of prayer. Prosperity needs obedience. God has told you what you will do to, to prosper. And you are still saying, God should do this. God should do this. Have you done your own part? It is when you have sown a seed that you can begin to water with prayer. You didn't sow, and you are putting water. Prayer is water. When it comes to prosperity, prayer is just water. So, if you are pouring water on the ground, you never put a seed. You are pouring libation. That is not wetting. You can only wet when you have a seed 
under. So we need to know the truth so that we'll not just be, you know, being blown here and there. A false doctrine. I say you must prosper. Even if you commit sin, God will overlook it, you prosper. That is a lie. In the book of uh, what we call the Proverbs, chapter 1, verse 32, he said, The prosperity of a fool shall destroy them. And Psalm 14, verse 1. Who is a fool? He said, a fool is a man that says there is no God. Let's make up our mind. This year, King David built for God. Second Samuel chapter 24, verse 24. He built for God. He said, I will never give anything for God that will not cost me. I want to build a sanctuary where we are going to be having peace offering, but we, I'm going to pay. Solomon, peace for God in the book of 1 Kings chapter 5 verse 5. Let's see number 4. What, why does God want to prosper you this year? So that when prosperity begins to come, you don't throw your face another side. God can never be mocked. One of the reasons why God wants to prosper us or to restore us our prosperity is because money or prosperity is a defense. He wants you to use it, he wants to use it as a defense for you, defense for your family, and defense for his church. Because Bible says money is a defense. Proverbs chapter 7, verse 12. Why is it a defense? You could see what happened to that widow. Of the sons of the prophets in the book of Second Kings, chapter four, the landlord, oh, the debtor, the creditor, rather, wanted to embarrass the woman. He said, "By tomorrow, I'm coming to take your two sons as bondmen." What can be so embarrassing more than that? But money came and defended her. Before the end of that day, money came, and by the time the man came the following day. The woman was asking, okay, what, what do you even say you want? What do you want? I want my money. How much is your money? When a debtor begins to ask you, you better pipe down. Something has happened to him. Don't overlook and say you want to fight him. And you're embarrassing me. No. When you see your debtor of yesterday, you see him today and he say, Mr. Man, what, how much am I owing you? That means God has done something in his life. I am praying. For somebody hearing this message today, if you are owing debts and you are saying, Lord, how will I come of this? This year, the Lord that you are serving, if only you are serving him in truth and in spirit, he will write off your debt for you in the mighty name of Jesus. And if you are hearing this message, people are owing you left and right. And you are saying, Lord, how will I collect my money? The almighty God. The one that catches somebody without running after him. And we cause them sleepless nights until all your debtors pay your money to you this year in the mighty name of Jesus. That is restoration. A lot of us will have made it. But this one we owe. This one we owe. The money scattered everywhere. That's not the will of God. So, money should be a defense. For an unbeliever to come and say, where the land, where that land that the church is, he knew that they leased that land to church. Who called, go and meet the owner. He knows that the church cannot buy. How much do you want to sell? And then we say, okay, will you take 10 million? Why? Because he wants to send the church away from there. And if the church hears, and there's somebody there, that is a true divine treasurer of God. He will say, to drive us away, to drive the church of God away from this land, how much is the money, by the way? They will say, he said he want to collect 10 million. Is, he, is that all? Pastor, go and ask for his name. Let me give him a check. That is the defense. How many of us can do it today? He said they want to send the church of God away. 
We are owing rent. You say, after all, church, they collect tithes. <laughs> God is not, God will never make such a fellow a divine treasurer. To stand for God and everything that is God, I know nobody can embarrass my God. That is why God is giving you prosperity. Next time. Let me take one more. One of the reasons why God wants to restore you this year is to take care of others, widows, orphans, less privileged. To take care of them, not to keep money in your account and begin to look at the figure. The figure you have in the bank is not your own. Some of the figures, some people left it in bank and die. And today, the federal government is using it as a free money. What does it profit them? The family cannot use. Everyone that they will have helped, that will have been praying and say, Lord, make me like this man. They didn't help them at the right time. And they die. And the money becomes federal government. What is the need? Help the needy. Take care of the orphans. Look at the offer in the church and say, I want to pay a school fees of this one. It's so, 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 H. Oh, I'm telling you, you will never lack. Because you are fighting a cause for God. And Bible says, whosoever that lendeth to the poor, he said, uh, whosoever that has pity on the poor, lends to God. That's what he says. Proverbs 19, verse 17. Anyone that has pity on the poor, you are lending to God, and God is not a debtor. He will pay you back much more than what you can think of. Let me round off because of our time. We want to be restored. This year, we want prosperity to trail our lives. But that is why God wants us to know, why am I restoring you? It's not for you to begin to flash the money or the wealth somewhere thinking that you have arrived. No. God has a purpose for the money is given unto you. Because we are going to give accounts of everything before God. Shall we rise to our feet? Shall we rise to our feet? Maybe you are listening on the air. You are here to give your life to Jesus or you are here physically. The first thing you need to do so give your life to Jesus because the Bible tells us that God has no interest in a fool. Anyone that does not accept him as Lord and the personal Savior is a fool. And he said, whatever that fellow has as prosperity, he said, that is what will destroy him. I want you to close your eyes. If you are here, you are here to give your life to Jesus. Just tell God today, Lord, I surrender my life to you. Save my soul. Save my soul. Write my name in the book of life. That is the first prayer you must pray. Why? Those that have been saved, you will pray unto God with all your heart that Lord, help me to do your will this year. Help me to do your will this year. If you can do the will of God, my brother, my sister, everything is easy. There's no cause without a cause. Whenever God does something, there's a cause for it. And whenever I ask you or me to do something, there's a reason for it. I want us to close our eyes and tell God, help me to please you with all, in all areas of my life this year. If you want to give your life to Jesus, just ask him, Lord, save my soul. Write my name in the book of life. And as from today, I want to live my life for you and for you alone. Is anybody praying? I want you to pray that prayer. The rest of us, just pray, Lord. Help me to do your will this year. Help me to obey you. I don't want to be a fool in any area of my life. Help me to obey you. Whatever you ask me to do, help me to do it. Help me to do it. Help me to do it. Open your mouth and pray. 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 Thank you, everlasting Father. 
Thank you, King of Glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Lord, we pray in agreement with as many, especially those that are watching our program on social media or live radio, that decide to give their life to you this day. Father, please accept them to yourself. Lord, wash them clean with the blood of Jesus and write their names in the book of life. Make them your bona fide children and begin to prosper them with true prosperity. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We're going to pray and say, Father, say it better. Say, Father, this year 2021, this year 2021, restore all that I've lost financially, materially. Father, restore all that I've lost. This year, Father, restore me. Restore me. All those business contracts you are supposed to have last year. But COVID has overridden that. This year, God can bring it back to you in fold. Tell him, Father, restore to me. Everything I've lost materially, financially, in all areas of life. Lord, that will have taken me far above. Father, restore to me this year. Open your mouth and pray. Father, restore such to me back this year. Restore to me. Restore back to me. Restore back to me, Lord. Restore back to me, King of Glory. Restore back to my household in the name of Jesus. If anybody is owing you, thank God. Everyone that is owing me, begin to mention their name. Lord, cause them sleepless night until they pay me back this year. Father, restore me. Restore me. Everything that is for me, that is resting in the hand of anyone now, Father, let it locate me. Let it locate me. Let it locate me. Let it locate me. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. When God locates us, when God restores us, when God prospers us, poverty will become a stranger to us. It will look like some years back, this is what I could not do, but today I can do it. That is God for you. You are going to pray unto God as from this year, Father, let poverty be a stranger to me and my household. As from this year, nothing like poverty. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as from this year, let poverty become stranger to me and my household. No more poverty. No more poverty. Take poverty far away from us. Let poverty become stranger to us. Let poverty become stranger to us. Let poverty become stranger to us. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, King of Glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You are going to tell God yourself, Lord, I want to be, I want you to make me a divine treasurer. I will serve you with whatever you have given to me. It's a promise. If you really want God to bless you, make you a treasurer, you tell God with all you know, confidence. You are going to say, Father, please make me a divine treasurer, one of your divine treasurers. I promise. I will use my prosperity to serve you. Open your mouth and pray. That is a covenant we are making with God today. Father, please prosper me. I will use my prosperity to serve you. Please, I will use my prosperity to serve you. I will use it to serve you. I am promising you. Lord, I will use my prosperity to serve you. Devil will never, never, never have a place in my life, in my household. I will use my prosperity to serve you. Father, prosper me. Prosper me. I am promising you. Lord, by your grace, I will use my prosperity to serve you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We need a platform for everything to happen. Solomon had a platform. The platform was to give 
is sacrifice. Nobody created that platform. He created the platform himself. You can create any platform upon which God will use to take you up. You are going to pray unto God that Lord give me a platform this year. A platform through which I will climb and fly to the level you want me to be. You may not know, I may not know that platform and you are going to tell God when the platform arrives. Don't let me miss it. Open your mouth and pray. When that platform comes, open my eyes to see. Don't let me miss it. Father, give me a platform. Lord, through which I will climb Jehovah. Through which I will fly to the level you want me to fly this year. And when the platform arrives, help me never, never, never to miss it. Thank you, King of Glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let's bring our offering. Pray with that offering. Brethren, give a good offering to the Almighty God. That's one of the platforms that God can give a man for prosperity. No salmon, no more salmon, no much prayer. If you can give with all your hearts, God is ready to prosper you. You're going to pray with that offering and tell God, Lord, this year, prosper me financially. Don't let me lack in any area. Lord, before I call, Father, answer me. I don't want to lack financially. I don't want to lack materially. That is the wish of God for you and I. Just pray unto him. Let me experience accelerated financial progress. Accelerated financial progress this year. That what people thought I could not do in 10 years. This year alone, help me to achieve it. Accelerate my financial progress. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.